What's the first step in buying a house? Is the market going to crash? What's up, everybody? I'm Jordan. I'm Tori. And I'm Hope. And welcome to Unlocked. Where we talk about all things real estate. The good, the bad, the ugly. All right, awesome. So let's talk about us first. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is how we started selling Steel City. So um, a couple years ago, I got into real estate um, straight out of baseball. Um, I wanted to find another competi competitive environment. Um, and what I knew was how to compete and how to have a team, right? So uh, started out, started getting into the, the system a little bit got a little too busy and then I brought on a team member and from there it kind of blew up. Um, but one thing I wanted to make sure was like as a team, like in the sports I was with, um, not one person always got all the credit. And that's kind of how this real estate world is, is messed up. Um, you know, that one team lead always gets their name on everything. And that's just one thing that I don't like about real estate. I mean, it's, it's a team environment if you're having a team and uh, there should be one person on top. So um, that's how we got the name Selling Steel City. We were trying to play off a little bit of pop culture, but um, we kind of came together and decided, hey, let's 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 make a team name so that everyone is a collective uh, a collective team here and not just one person getting all the credit for other people's work. And then we got Hope and Tori. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, to Hope first on why she joined the team and, and, and how I recruited her for 17 years, and she finally answered us. <laughs> finally um, gave in. Well, yeah, she finally gave in, or she was just annoyed and wanted me to tell, tell me to leave her alone. But let's, let's, uh, let's start with Hope. Yeah, so I was working part-time in real estate for about three and a half years. Finally uh, took the leap to go full-time and realized I wasn't ready. Um, so I spent about a year going full-time by myself. Um, got a lot of DMs from different team leads um, with corny pickup lines, and I finally <laughs> responded to one of Jordan's. What was your favorite pickup yeah, line? What, what was the pickup line? It was, if I could double your sales in a year would you pick up the phone would you talk to me that's a good one that's not bad and i was like i, I made that bad. myself so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it was good i was like yep i'm getting married next week i'll call you after my honeymoon Aww. and here we are it's been a year and we so. were mad that she wanted to wait till after the honeymoon the call <laughs> no she had ever moment she had ever <laughs> moment so i was in new construction um just sitting in a model all day wondering <laughs> <laughs> what the resale world was for me and uh i saw hope jo joined a team and it popped up on my instagram and i was like oh. so i just saw hope two weeks ago <laughs> maybe i'll message her um and just say congrats and hope that maybe <laughs> maybe something will come of that you know so no I, I i was genuinely happy for you and i reached out and i was like hey congrats you know i've been thinking about going into just general brokerage um and you were like yeah definitely you should join a team like if you decide to do that and i was like yeah for sure <laughs> next morning i wake up jordan's in the deep <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't happen often i don't slide into many dms Jordan, okay? jordan's in the dms and uh i don't i don't remember what your pickup line was but you were cool and uh at the time i wasn't sure if i wanted to leave new home sales but i was like yeah i'll talk to you and then um we met up and you brought me a coffee and we just we vibed and i was like all right i'm quitting <laughs> and then i joined the team <laughs> and here i am it was a very good decision so if anyone knows the secret is coffee and chocolate that's what we normally go with. 
Oh, yeah. We recruited people with cupcakes with chocolate as well. Sarah's chocolate, you know. Little Did that ever things. work out for you, though? It worked out. We got one person off of uh, chocolate-covered pretzels. Mm. So, um, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, what the, what, what the fuck I, was that? I couldn't come to your uh, Berkshire <laughs> office to, <laughs> to try to recruit you. That's true. Yeah, that one, that one worked out. That one was pretty bad. <laughs> so... Oh, so that's kind of how uh, we started. We have quite a few team members now. Um, we have a pretty good culture um, of hard hardworking people, and uh, it, it's a little bit different. And and that's kind of how we like to keep it. So, if you have any questions about team, um, please reach out to Tori and Hope. Don't reach out to me because uh, I'm not as exciting to talk to. So, we'll go with that. <laughs> but we're gonna do a couple different segments uh, when we comes to. Uh, the show one of them is going to be down in the dms going off of what we just talked about um so it'll be uh questions about the what dms we got for the week uh, about the market different things in real estate maybe some funny things here and there um but that's what we're going to do as one of our segments every week so we're going to jump into that um one of the questions we got this week is is the market going to crash hope no <laughs> why not <laughs> Well, unlike uh, the 07, 08, 09 crash, um, we have really strong loans. Um, so that is one difference. And then the inventory is still super low. So until inventory increases to a more sustainable level, we're going to have a strong market. Don't you guys love whenever you have someone that's like in accounting and they send you a message, they're like, the market's going to crash. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to tell you how your job's going to. Yeah. I mean, like, at the, at the end of the You're day. You're the first one out. Yeah, like, hey, you keep working on cars, and whenever I have a car problem, I'll make sure I tell you what's wrong with my car, and then you tell me what's wrong with the housing market. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Um, if you look at any of the numbers, uh, there's just not enough houses for the new group of people that are buying. Um, home builders are not building fast enough. And on top of that, what's the average price of a new build? Like, I mean, just you don't have to give me a general number here, but, like, in Pittsburgh, hey, you know, like, hey, five, hey, like five hey, to hey, six hundred thousand. I mean, you were there. Like, yeah. If you're building a new build house, are you building anything under three hundred k? Oh my god, absolutely not. And what's your first time home buyer buying? Not, not, not. I never no. once worked with a first time home buyer ever. So, yeah. So exactly. So like when people are gonna slide into our DMs and say, "Oh, the market's gonna crash," you know, it's enjoy it while it lasts. Where are they backing this from? It's their huh? family. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, I mean, They're it's forward. not even their own information. It is their family um, who haven't bought a home since 1964. Uh, they have no idea what the market's like. They have no idea what the volume, value of homes are today. Um, it's not even people's own opinions. It's just everybody else's. Yep. Don't you love whenever you're at a house and they bring their parents, right? And <laughs> they're like, this house back 10 years ago or 20 years ago when I bought was worth 250000 and it's like a $400,000 house. And you're like, also gas was 50 cents back then. Uh, you know, bread was a 25 cents. I'm, give me a break here. I mean, they think like the prices don't go up on things. Um, it's kind of gets frustrating. Well, yeah. And what I was talking about with my clients too, is like back in the day when you bought your first home, you lived there for like 50 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you bought that home and that was like your forever home. And now the norm is, you know, you buy a home, first time homeowner, you're there for three to five years and then you upgrade. So that's a lot different in our generation too, is we are always looking to grow and upgrade. Um, which is what we had a lot of in new construction is the, that repeat buyer or that buyer who wanted to upgrade from a townhouse to, you know, a bigger house. So what really kills me is the interest rate talk with the parents because mm -hmm. they're the ones that paid 18% and they're Literally. telling their, you know, 30 year old son, 
hey, stay home a couple more years. Interest rates at five, six percent. It's gonna take you out. Rates, rates are too high right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just guys. wait it out, Sonny. Honest, honestly, <laughs> like they're they're normal right yeah. now. <laughs> like yeah. they're still pretty good. Guys, you, you spend seventeen percent on interest rate. Right. You're yeah. telling your son that six percent <laughs> is not not good. Um, realistically, I mean, if you talk to most people, three percent is never gonna happen again in our lifetime. So six um, percent, take your chances. You can always refi. I mean, at the end of the day, yep. is that that's what it is. So. Um, but uh, let's go to our next down in the DM. Um, what's the first step in buying a house? Call cool. us. <laughs> Getting pre-approved. Hands down. Hands down. Call us first. Call us first, and then we'll tell you to get pre-approved. But sometimes <laughs> you could even, you know, take it a step further and get pre-approved and then call us. Um, you don't – I always say you don't go shopping without your wallet, okay? So you need to know what you can afford. And people think, oh, I spend $3,000 a month in rent, so I can afford that in a mortgage. And it's just its just not that easy. There's so much that goes into it. Uh, they have to look at your debt-to-income ratio, your credit score. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. So that process, to get that started in the very beginning, will definitely save you. Save you time and energy, for sure. 100%. My, uh, my favorite, my favorite, favorite question that I get is, well, why can't we just go look? We're just looking right now. I'm like... My time matters too. You know, like, <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to look and then we're going to get pre-approved when we yeah. find something that we like. Yeah. <laughs> like Hopefully. <laughs> I, this is a little bit off topic, but since it was July 4th weekend, I'm sure everybody was with some people. How many people asked you at these parties you're at what the market was like and then want to tell you, yeah, we're looking for houses and blah, 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 and they're not using you. How mad did that make you make, make you feel? Yeah, that's infuriating. <laughs> Worse. Oh, we just bought. Oh, I see people pop up on my Instagram and I like, Facebook. yeah. And I'm like, Oh, so you bought a house Yeah, with who? Congrats. With who? I know. Waiting for the tag. <laughs> right? it's like, kind of scrolling through the comments. Who like, use? who did you use? <laughs> Seriously. I was at a, a pool party this weekend and uh, one of my uh, f- like farther out family members was there and they were talking to me about the market. And uh, he goes, yeah, we, we just bought uh, tw- uh, 12 units. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, interesting. Can you can you tell me more? Gosh. And uh, I'm like, who did you use? And he's like, oh, this guy at XYZ Realty. And I'm like, he's like, you've heard, you know, he's pretty big here. I'm like, I've never heard of that cat ever in my life. And <laughs> you're, you're telling me you bought 12 units. And then he goes on to tell me how they were a good deal and how he plans on buying more. And I'm like, you know, who do you plan on using? And he's like, well, this guy was good to me. I'm going to keep using him. I'm like, but do you know I'm a realtor? You're telling me all these things. <laughs> you think I'm really happy to talk about it? He talked to me for 30 minutes about it, and I was just, it just wasn't a, a good start to the poll party. Yeah, one thing <laughs> I always joke about, too, is I when I got into real estate, I thought everybody was going to use me. Like, I thought I was going to drop my picture, I came to Compass, and then my DMs were going to over. <laughs> with people who needed an agent and that it just didn't happen it it people I, I don't know why they don't understand that you're right there in front of them but sometimes you just have to understand that they're not going to use you I mean not everybody's going to use you they have family members they have referrals or there's realtors that have been in families for years and years and years um so you just gotta take it with a grain of salt I guess but I still yeah. get offended <laughs> me too every time <laughs> every single time I'm petty I will literally like leave the hugest comment like me too congrats <laughs> All caps. Wow. Had no idea you were in the market. Right. Congrats. I mean, why do you think they don't use it either? I think, you know, part of me, part of me is like, if they're a family friend or a friend of you for a long time, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
do you think it's like they don't want you to see their financial financial situation? They're just not thinking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, whenever I like would go buy a car, I did. I know people that have car dealerships. I've always like had the fear of like, what if I'm not approved? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, no, absolutely. Like, and then it's like almost embarrassing. Like that, not not embarrassing, but like inside you're like a little embarrassed that like I didn't get approved for that. Even though like most people don't get approved for everything they want. You yeah, know, right. so maybe that's part of the reason, or are we just not doing a good enough job pestering them that we're a real estate agent? Oh, everyone knows. I was going to say, I think everybody <laughs> knows we're real estate agents. I mean, and I think too, a lot of it comes from maybe people think we're too busy, yeah. you know, or maybe people think that we want to sell on a higher scale and not that first time home on our yeah. budget. Um, but we're open to yeah. everything. I mean, Hope That's and I. That's probably the, the biggest DM is, do you work with first time home buyers? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I don't get many DMs like you guys get. So. <laughs> he just sends them. I just send them. <laughs> he just sends them. <laughs> I send the DMs. I don't get them. So I don't get a lot of replies back and I don't get a lot of them in my inbox. So, um. So these uh, questions are coming from us. <laughs> right. yeah, I, get, I get a couple, uh, not a ton. Do you want to buy Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah. Do you want a new graphic for your logo? I'm send like, feet yeah, Please, send me 10 of them. Uh, oh. All right, the next question is, uh, how do I join the team? And um, that's a loaded question. Uh, we're to the point where we just don't want to grow to the big extreme here, but Let's ask uh, Hope and Tori because normally they're the first interview. Um, <laughs> how do I join the team? Well, I'd say first reach out um, and then you can sit and talk with us. And then I think the the big thing for us and then whoever would come is to see if our priorities and our goals align because um, not everyone's going to be a good fit for the team uh, and not everyone's going to thrive here. Um, but... I think, like you said, at this point, we're really looking for the, the quality there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just a phone call. Because, I mean, people come unlicensed, having no idea uh, what it's all about. Other people come after a couple uh, failed attempts elsewhere. So just yeah. a conversation. I think it's all about work ethic, too. Like, for me, when I joined the team, I was in new construction before, and that was the only experience I had in real estate. So I think it just all depends on work ethic and – with our team, like we're constantly on go. We are always working. <laughs> like Hope and I say there's always something to do. Yes. There is always something to yes. do. Um, so I think, you know, if you have that same work ethic, then it may be a good opportunity for you, but it definitely just has to be a good fit on our end as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to that point, I, it's, it's the, we've, we've failed with some, um, we succeeded with some, um, but it's comes down to the individual, you know, like we're going to give, uh, as a team, everyone's there to help you. Everyone's there to support you. Um, everyone will pretty much tell you how they do their business. The ones that are successful, um, it's goes down to doing it. And, and mm-hmm. that's the problem in today's society that people don't want to work. They don't want to put an effort in. Um, and I, I, it goes back to, um, my baseball days, like I, this is a performance based industry. And so was my my previous profession, and I kind of run the team as like a um, if you perform, I will give you the world. If you don't want to put the effort in, it, we don't have time for you. Um, and that's kind of how it should be, with my opinion, in any job. You know, um, or one of our, our coaches from Tom Ferry said this to me today. He said, "You think if someone wasn't doing their job at a company like Amazon or Google, they would keep their job?" And I was like. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think so. And he's like, you need to start running your team that way. Like, because the people that are bringing you down or bringing the team down are going to eventually bring down everyone else on the team down because they're going to see that, hey, so-and-so is not doing this. I can get away with that. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm not that type of personality that I'm going to, I'm here to, you know, just chop block all the time. But like, prove me once, prove me wrong once, I'll give you another chance. But prove me wrong twice, I'm going to catch on. So um, we're that's kind of how we're transitioning is that I would love to give everyone on the team as much as I can, but I'm going to focus more on the people that are going to give it back to me. But um, we have another segment that I like to transition into. It's called Crazy Stories in Real Estate or the Deal Breakers, like we would call. Um, <laughs> I know Tori had one this week. I had one too involving our team. Um, so it's <sighs> frightening. But uh, let's go with Tori's story first for this week. Okay, so I'm showing a house yesterday. Um, it's like it's one of those houses like you walk inside and like instantly the smell is off, you know, like you, you just know something's just not right, but it's investment property. Those are never really too pretty. We're walking through, we're looking at the kitchen, the cabinets are just like a little bit funky. Um, and we're just opening them up just to see like what kind of shape they're in. Um, and I mean, literally <laughs> I open up the cabinet and there is just a dead bird. Just, I mean, I don't know how it got in there. I don't know how it got in the cabinet. But, I mean, it was just it was just dead. Um, my clients didn't see it at first. And I'm like, okay, do I tell them? Shut the like, do I shut the cabinet or do I tell them? I always, I always say, like, I'm the honest agent. Like, I will point out the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, that's just how I am. I think people respect it. I think people appreciate it. So I was just like, guys, like, I got to be honest. Like, there's a dead bird in that cabinet. And here's the thing. Like, when you have a listing, like – even if it's an investment property, like the property wasn't in that bad of a condition where like that, that bird fit there that you were like, okay, that makes sense. Like it was just, it's just like clean that out, you know? I got a couple where birds would fit very well with the aesthetic. <laughs> and, some, and sometimes they do, but for this one, I mean, it was just, I don't know. They liked it though. They, they wanted to put in an offer on it. So, I mean, that must have been like conveys. just, yeah, just a little, just a little twang on the, on the property. They liked it. So you guys know what a dead bird means? No, oh, no, and I don't want to know. It means new beginnings. Oh. So, <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. So, I, I was actually showing a house one time, same scenario. There was a dead bird right in the, the damn driveway, like right in the middle of the freaking driveway. <laughs> we pull up, and I'm like, oh, this is a bad sign. Yeah. And I was talking to my client. I'm like, hey, sorry about the dead bird. I'm, You know, if I can't, if I were to preview the property, maybe I could have got rid of it. He's like, oh, no big deal. It means new beginnings. It's a good sign. I'm like, okay. Would you, know, you have like, actually gotten rid of it? No. But <laughs> you got to tell them what they want to hear sometimes. I, you know? mean, I yeah. definitely would have scooped it up and out of the way. I didn't. I was just like, damn. I would have brought my son, my son Roman there, and he would have scooped it up with a shovel and played with it probably for 10 minutes. I didn't know it meant new beginnings. I just feel like a dead bird just feels like bad juju. There you go. A dead bird is considered to be a symbol of discontentment, grief, failure, or hopelessness. The end of their life could signify the end of a something significant in yours. Meaning like, you're ending the the apartment you're renting, and you just I, bought a new property. I disagree. Well, they I mean, didn't get the offer, so there were multiples. It must have been not dead then. It had I a mean, little bit of heartbeat people left. People must all knew that the dead bird meant good luck because there were multiple offers. They were fighting so. for that thing. Yeah, I swear. They were like, this is the one. So tell us about yours. I'll never forget the one story she told me. So I, I'm asking her about all these investor properties that she got under, that she was going to list. And uh, she was getting photos done the one day. I think it was photos, right? And I, I called her and I said, hey, how's it going? And she goes, well, we're going to skip that one. There was a shooting one block over. Yeah. And I'm like. All, all taped off. Couldn't go there. But she didn't like flinch though. It was like, 
her I'm voice from was Woody a, High. <laughs> yeah, do the chant. Do the chant. Nothing faces me. <laughs> yeah, she tells me she's like, "There's a shooting, you know, one block over," and I'm like, "Oh, okay. So you're going to continue in a couple of days?" She's like, "No, we're just going to the next house." I'm like, "How far away is it?" You're like, two minutes." <laughs> oh yeah, they're all in the same hood. That's uh. your turf. <laughs> hey, you're good at what you do. You can handle it. So that's you just live a, and you learn. Yeah, so that's just a, a statement that if you need anything, Hope will help you. Yeah, so. She got it. She got it covered. <laughs> She's not Working scared. on not being like that. <laughs> no, so. I'll take anything. Do you have any uh, crazy stories for us? I feel like in the same vein of animals in a house, I've walked in uh, a house with super sweet uh, 20-something bright-eyed first home buyer, uh, and there was a bat flying around the house. Um and it was just the two of us, two girls. I mean, I can't be the tough one. So I waited on the porch and let her keep looking around. And Did she just push through? She just walked around the house. She did, but luckily there was a hole in the roof, so it flew out. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. so That's very nice of, of the bat. Yeah. So you guys, when you're showing houses, do you, do you do attics? Like if they're easily accessible, like do you go up into the attic? No. I pointed out. Do you? The attic is not my job. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. or if it's like a really, really scary basement. I'm like, listen, the guys, inspector will look at it for yeah. you. I'm like, I don't do attics. I don't really do scary basements. Nope. But if you want to go down, by all means. Yep. I, I always tell them. I use this excuse that, hey, I'm not an inspector. Um, for me, to go to the attic. It's not going to really do you much good. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I ain't going up there. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason to. Too many rats and stuff. It's in those hot. Things. It's yeah, moldy. Yeah. It's I just mean, like there's no need to disturb the asbestos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just vibing up I'll there. Keep my space. Let, let it go. <laughs> I showed a house this weekend. This guy came from out of town. He's like, you mind if I go up in the attic? I'm like, be my guest. Have fun. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll be down He's here. Like, you come, and I'm like, ah, you know, I hurt my knee the other day. I, I don't know if I can go up those steps. You know what else? Like chickens. Everybody has chickens. Yes. I feel like so yes. many of these listings. Couple I went to goats. one in the middle of the city. Yeah, <laughs> middle of the city, and there was just like ten chickens in the yard. But I don't, I don't do well with, yeah, with farm animals. What are the rules? Is there rules? There has to be some rules. I don't think people follow rules anymore. I mean, I was just told rules. there's there's a rule of two chickens per house. Five chickens. <laughs> where did where did you find two out that goats information? And one beehive. <laughs> where did you find out that information? Why do you want chickens? Just like as pets, or do you want the eggs? I think really. I just don't like not even a not an ounce of me. <laughs> you guys ever done goat yoga? No, but I've heard of it. Try it. Team can you, event. Can you explain <laughs> what it is? You just do yoga and goats hop on your back. How, how does that sound appealing? It's, it's just like for the experience. <laughs> like, you know how people swim with the pigs? You I've done that. that. Yeah. You've done swimming with the pigs? Yeah. I hear they're like smelly. They're and disgusting. Like there's <laughs> bugs all over them. They bite. They bite? Yeah. What do you mean? So you pay, <laughs> they bite. You pay to get bit by a smelly pig. That's unbelievable. Is it is it as fun as it seems? Like, no. Is it, yeah. Uh-uh. And isn't, it's really expensive, too. It's scary. It yeah. just shows that you can literally get someone to pay for anything. Anything. Yeah. Swimming with sharks. Yeah, I'll take a chance to I've swam with sense. sharks. That's Swimming with sharks is cool, though. Yeah. What? Until you get your foot bit they, off. No, you feed them after. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. No, but the pigs, that's just not for me. Absolutely not. Yeah. Where'd you do pomas? Mm-hmm. Yep. Iguanas, pigs, sharks. You did They're all, all down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So our next segment is everyone knows that on Zillow, um, 
you can f- pretty much find any house out there. Um, we found every week we're going to pick four or five photos where we talk about what's going on in this photo. Um, it was a funny story. Tori sent me a screenshot the other day. Someone in our MLS listed a picture or a house, and it was literally just their face. It was, was a selfie. It was a selfie. It was a selfie. I was like, it wasn't until like the fourth picture though. Like it wasn't the listing. So they just like really sprinkled it in there. Like you're scrolling, you're scrolling. Yep. It was just a selfie. Do you think we it have was to- on purpose? They were just like clicking all the uploads. I'm like, oops. I have no idea, but we have to check and see if it's still active. I mean, you know, technology's tough, but it's not that tough. I mean, well, and here's the thing too. Easy. Like the list, some of the listing photos out there. I mean, the Fizbo's is one thing, but like some of the actual listing photos are her I mean you have the dogs in them like you have trash like cats just, always running right like it's just like what? come on like it's not that hard I mean sometimes yeah. it's out of our control I mean like when you have these uh houses that have tenants yeah. I mean there's only so much you can do right but, but sometimes people take them on their phones and they're like yeah. oh, blurry I love when Fizbo's mess it up because then it's easy you're just like hey listen I love when Fizbo's like the pictures are just of like the ground yeah. like you can only see like, the, the, the first orientation keeps flipping yeah. you're like it's good they like, have their this. hand out in front of the mirror and taking a picture of you the can see them you in the mirror little <laughs> thumb in the picture yeah it's great um selling steel city no camera phone pictures allowed. Just just future reference for everybody oh, there. Professional. That's oh. a strict rule. Strict, strict, strict rule. <laughs> uh, Jordan Durham would not allow that as our image. So. <laughs> no selfies. What? I said on listing photos, you don't let us use camera phones. No. So what would you what would you say if I just put a selfie on one of my listings? You know what? That that's might, that's that's ignorant. I feel like that's got to be an MLS. That might be an interesting Whoa. strategy, though. I, I feel like we might get a lot of saves. You might get a lot of saves. I mean, like, you just sprinkle a random picture in once in a while. Right. You know what? We might have found something. I That's was going to say, because you know what? I sent that listing to you guys, and you guys probably sent it to other people. The one with the lady selfie on it. I mean, Easy, 50 extra views. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's Maybe free marketing. Saves. That's free marketing. Definitely. Put an eye on it. We got to do I mean, something there. It's a little, per- like, a uh, Brady Bunch little squares, and, like, point to the kitchen, <laughs> point to the bathroom. Right. Personal branding, too. No. I'm telling you. you. Know we're on to something. We're on to something here. JD, we're doing that. Here's the first photo of something we found on Zillow this week. How are you uh, describing this bathroom? What's going on here? It's fancy. It's a bidet. That that in the middle is definitely a bidet. That is a yeah. bidet, and then um, you can you can have the kid yeah, go to the bathroom because you have kids, right? Like with Jordy, the kids like okay. to be in the bathroom. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's take a step back. If you're going to the bathroom, do you really want someone in the same? bathroom going your the bathroom your child so like they are learning to potty train on that one kids yeah. imitate I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go back a little bit here you guys both don't have kids kids smell a little bit different than than we do so that would be absolutely disgusting if you're in there with your kid sure you smell worse than a kid uh, yeah i was gonna say i feel like kids kids have a little no, bit of no, a no, better no. smell than a little sweet uh, i don't know i know this is <laughs> a little sweet right but i mean i mean just whoever designed this in, in the first place just doesn't make any sense to me. It looks like there's like a little bench in the corner too. It's for your feet. You put your feet up. That is so there. nice. Oh, like a squatty pot. There's levels yeah. to it. Okay, so it's a tall husband and a short wife. Yeah, I mean, I think this is luxury. This is convenience. You know, actually, okay, they're just giving they're giving you options. <laughs> That's so what I'm saying. Like yeah. this is this is convenience at its finest. We you have are there? Are there multiple sinks? sinks? Yeah. Two sinks. That's the kids' sink, the kids' toilet, the bidet, and then like. See, so like the kid goes to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom, and then you both. Wash your ass. This is potty training on steroids right here. I love that. <laughs> is this 
a listing or is this like a public restroom? No, this is a listing photo on nice. Zillow. Okay. All right, we're going to go on the next one. All right. Would you go in this house? You certainly wouldn't. I would. Well, we know you're going to go into just about any house, but I would. Um, <laughs> That'd I mean, be good content for social. I huh? would knock out the wall, make it wide open. It's on stilts on a hill. Yeah. That's frightening. <laughs> I feel like it's fine. And I guarantee this house isn't cheap either. It looks structurally oh, no. sound. We only see a quarter. Are you Inspector Steve? Yeah, or Inspector I am John actually. Or? I am yeah. actually. He does cross beams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 really nice. I I would do it. Hundred percent. You got to do what you got to do for the client. Okay. Go stand in the corner. Yeah. Jump a couple times. They're not going to buy it if you're scared to walk inside of it. You got to <laughs> you got to put your fear aside. Does the house shake if you jump? I, we will find why out. Why are we jumping? <laughs> why are we jumping inside? That's not our business. They can jump when they get there. Okay. Let's right. <laughs> go to the next one. <laughs> This is un- this is unbelievable. So this is taking indoor pool to a new a new level. Um, I think someone just had a baby in there. In that pool? No way. I think that's what that is. It's like a birthing pool. Why I would just you don't leave think that? That's a birthing pool. That's not. A, I mean, I mean the brooms right here. Or so this is giving me the vibes of the listing that we always talk about. Hope that was posted a few years ago in Pittsburgh. Oh yes. With like there was a beach room. There was yes. an alien. Ro- I mean, yes. that shit was off the charts. That was, that was a good listing. I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't think it's a birthing room because they have the scenery set on the on the wallpaper. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like a nice little like beach getaway. Home away <laughs> from home. Picnic table. It must rain a lot there. They have the stars up here set so at nighttime. It's, uh, are they the stick-on stars? They are. They're the glow-in-the-dark stick-on stars. Um, That's just... Who each their own. Yeah, like there, there's asbestos. No, but if you're listening to this house, what are the, what's your uh, your verbiage here on, on, on marketing this this room? It's built into the wall, as you can see. Like, it's literally underneath here. You're not getting that thing out. Cozy indoor pool. How do you drain the water? If you want to change the water. Shot back. Shot back. You'll be there for a long time. <laughs> that's, just, that's just not my business. I mean, once they get the house, they'll figure it out, right? Maybe, Maybe they don't drain the water. No Maybe picture. They just, just say surprise room. That's like one of the pictures that you, that you leave. Like, you get it back. With the photography, but you leave it out of the... Yeah, we don't need to show <laughs> Like, that. how many times have you gone to a house and there's just, like, a major surprise like that? Like, that isn't even... Every time. Listed. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So, like, Give that... call. You hey, leave that as... So you know, the dining room is a little full right now, but, right. you know. Yeah, it's a little crazy. We have some kids, but... empty it. I just don't even understand why it's inside, because outside doesn't look half bad. These it's not like it's sunny. summertime. Yeah. These plants look, like, really alive, don't they? I mean, they're doing they're doing pretty good. I just hate everything about this. Okay. Next. <laughs> it's just a little bit uncomfortable. Um, I, I, first, I want to mention this. Look at the size of the fridge. It's an apartment. It's a rental. You know what? I'm seeing <laughs> that more and more often, like these refrigerators that are just like super, super tiny. It's actually really smart for small spaces. Yeah. But this is, they have plenty of wall space here. They could definitely have a bigger fridge. Height, yeah. You I mean, know, an eating kitchen <laughs> just isn't it for me, <laughs> personally. Um, they they made it an eating kitchen. I mean, there's probably nowhere else Do to put they a have table. To? <laughs> the, the umbrella, though. The umbrella. <laughs> What's though? the point? <laughs> I mean. There are no blinds in the window. I mean, it's yellow. It makes you feel like you're outside. That makes me want to croak. I also hate everything about that. There is no light in that room. Oh yeah, there, there's no light at all. Uh, so. No, there, uh, is there not a light right there? 
A little like strobe bar lighter? I don't think. Um, Healing stick. It might be a paper towel rack. Either yeah, way. It's definitely pretty, it's is. It's, definitely pretty, is. it's pretty high pretty up. Pretty high up. But either way, it's just horrendous. Older houses don't have any lights, um, overhead lights. You got to have one in the kitchen. The kitchen. I, I mean, yeah. The kitchen. Yeah. I mean, it's just overall nice backsplash. You know what? There are blinds, though. <laughs> they have the, the pole string right here on the left-hand side. So the... The umbrella is just... There's literally ah. zero counter space. Maybe it's staging. Wow. Absolutely Maybe they don't not. live like Absolutely that. <laughs> if, not. If, if this agent... They wanted to show that you can eat inside your kitchen. If this agent no staged room, it like this... That was their only option. They are next level. <laughs> and that is outdoor furniture. Oh, 100%. 110%. Outdoor indoor furniture. Uh, I beg to differ. Outdoor yes. furniture. Flexible use. <laughs> well, all right. We'll move on to the next. That uh, definitely is interesting. So the last one is this one. What are you doing if you're walking into this house? Well, one, you're in plum. (laughs) (laughs) Honest to God. These are the worst kind. I I hate when I go into these houses and there's kids and they're like, oh, daddy, look. And they don't really understand what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually had a listing that uh, one of my clients bought. They had 19 deer heads on the wall. When they took those off. You should have saw what those walls look like. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty big bolts they put in the wall. It looked like a war zone was in there. But anyways, <laughs> the fact that they have them sitting in the chair- chairs with their heads up. Looking up. Looking up. <laughs> if you're going around, if, if this picture wasn't on Zillow, right, and you walk into that room, what is your reaction? <sighs> Tori looks disgusted right now. I mean, I'm even <laughs> I'm even more mad about the picture frames in the back, honestly, because yeah. it's like, what, what's going Those on there? Those top ones, like like (laughs) they're like sideways they're in a straight line like sometimes you just just that's just a lot there i hate this room as well i think i painted every picture that we've looked at but i hate this one the most um baseboard heat that looks nice and cozy well my my question is is like were they hanging on the wall and they were trying to be funny what is this bobcat doing right here maybe they're on a tree (laughs) there's an indoor tree they have a bobcat chasing a what duck up a what tree. What is that? That's, That's the feathers of something. Creative. Turkey. That's a full turkey. That makes me really upset. It's just It's a it's a lot going on with with like the uh That's ori- a niche market. Someone might walk in and love it. And you know that room connected. Has, yeah, I mean that room has a smell to it. Yeah, and it also has like the creepy like thrift store oriental couch that they got them sitting on. It almost seems like they made this room just for the deer. Yeah, like this is just where they hang out. Like these are like this is their family. It might be. It might be. I mean, I mean, you ever watch My Strange Addiction? No, but I, this, this is a strange addiction. If this <laughs> is the case, like, is that, I wish I could see the other side of the picture. If there was like a TV, if they had the TV on, there's nowhere to sit. No, 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 no. Like on the on the right side, because there's definitely another wall we're not seeing here. What if they, if you walked in, these deer are sitting on the couch and the TV's on. <laughs> I mean, that's like a weird, like divorce <laughs> listing or something, and the seller does yeah. not want to go. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna make this as difficult as possible this is to not sell. This gonna house. sell. Do you guys ever imagine like who lives there when you're in the house? Like, do you ever have like a picture in your head of like who yes. the seller is? Me too. And smell them. Yeah, you can smell them. Ninety nine percent of the time, well, you that can smell sounded them. really creepy. But, okay. <laughs> but if you can't smell it them, you can still to. picture who lives there. 
Yeah, I, I have a lot of, I don't know if you have a lot of clients, but do you have any cli- uh, that do this? But do your clients ever like be like, oh, th- like when they walk into someone's house, they're like, so-and-so lives here. I went to grade school with them. Blah, yes. Blah, blah. Oh my like, goodness. Like they research All the, the houses before yes. they get there. I'm like, guys, you have way too much time on your hands. Well, yes. I had a client that I brought him to the listing and he's like, this is my cousin's house. And I'm like, oh, does he know you're here? And he's like, no. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Oh, well, let's don't right. go like, that's me. Just, I don't know. That's weird to me. I had a client put an offer in one time and they were like, I went to high school with these guys. I don't want them to know I'm putting the offer in. Mm. And I'm like, I got to put your name on the contract. got to start an LLC real quick. Yeah. I don't understand why. I feel like you have the upper hand when you know the person. Not unless they can't get along, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some weird scenarios out there, but. If they're not going to accept your offer based on your name on the contract, there's a lot of other things going on in the background that we don't know about. Yeah, I mean a lot because that's that's a little bit much. What do you say to your clients when they're like, you know, I I researched who lived here, this and that happened. Do you like question like why they're doing that? Or you say like, you know, what made you look that up or you just let it go? Well, here's the kitchen. (laughs) 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 I just let it go. Yeah. Feel the room. I mean, if they get really excited about all their research, then I'm like, yeah, me too. I saw their Facebook. They look like they're fun. Yeah. Do you guys ever, if the sellers are around or they're like, I've had showings where the sellers Mm. are in the house. Like, do you like when that happens? Never. See, I don't mind it because I'm like, this is your, this is your opportunity Mm. to get in good with the seller. This is your opportunity to really smile. And usually we don't like the house if they're there. Really? I don't think I've ever sold a house where the seller was there. Really? So I was at a listing with my clients and they loved the house and they knew they were putting an offer in and we we stayed a little bit later than we should have and the seller pulled in the driveway and I was like, Mm. get out of your car. I texted them. I was like, get out of your car. Go say hi. (laughs) I've sent my buyers to go talk to them without me. Well, when it was multiple offer situation Mm. and when we got the offer accepted, they said, you know, your offer was very strong, but you know, they really, really, really liked your buyers. Yeah. So I feel like that's not a bad thing. You need new tactics. <laughs> I've had sellers ask me before, is it okay if I stay? I'm like, absolutely not. No chance you I'm can like, stay. I'm like, not a problem. They they tell them all about the house. There's an agent at Compass that literally, t- when they li- sign the listing agreement, in their listing agreement, it states, the first weekend that we have this listed, mm-hmm. you're not permitted in your house. Get out. They tell them <laughs> to leave for the whole weekend. That's actually really smart. That is smart. I mean, honestly, if you use a good strategy, you can mm-hmm. have it under contract it by right? Sunday night, yep. and then they don't have to go in and out of the house. Right. Yeah. So, smart. I mean, you don't think that your buyer feels a little uncomfortable when they walk in and the seller's sitting on the couch? I mean, like, They're not sitting on the couch. Uh, okay. <laughs> they, they're pretending to be busy. Yeah. They're sitting on the patio smoking <laughs> like a cigarette. Reading yeah. something. Oh, I'll stay out of your way. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> I hate when they open the door for me. I mean, this is this is why I don't like that either. In, in a non <laughs> welcome to my crib. <laughs> this is like why in a non um, sellers market, like which we're getting into here soon, um, Fizbos are so behind. Mm-hmm. You know oh, I mean? like, they're so mm-hmm. bad. They have to open the door for you. They act like they're the listing agent, which they I guess technically are the listing mm-hmm. agent, but they're so awkward. Like you don't have. They think that we actually tour people through the house. We don't do that. I mean, like. When they're going around telling your buyers that yeah. here's the bathroom, no shit, here's the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. like, it, guys, get out of the house. Let the agent do the work. <laughs> well, and on a FISBO, too, you end up being the agent on both sides anyways mm-hmm. because they, unless they do it all the time, which usually they don't, <laughs> right. they don't know what's going on. I mean, I just love the fact that most of these FISBOs 
they buy with an agent and then they just go to try to sell it on, on their own when it's normally easier on the flip side. Yeah. You know? so. All right. I want to do some uh, some questions here with each of you guys, interview you guys. Because oh at this mm-hmm. point in our show, typically we're going to have a guest we bring on. Um, we're going to bring on people from Pittsburgh. We're going to bring on people from other cities that uh, are bigger agents um, and try to give some advice on the housing market to buyers and sellers as well as hear their story a little bit and also um, get to know them a little bit. So it would be good to hear uh, these bigger agents in other markets. But let's first start with Hope. Or I'm going to start with uh, where did you grow up? So so I'm born and raised um, in the east side of Pittsburgh. Woody High is where I went to high school. And it's a good mixture of really strong athletics and really strong fights. Um, so that has equipped me pretty well to work in these investment properties that are, you know, falling over, um, full of squatters and, um, animals are the least of my concern. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much my background. I'm in the city now, so trying to be a city agent, but I don't have the luxury of quitting all the, the burbs. (laughs) If you had to, uh, pick a real estate superpower, what would it be? putting you on the spot so i think i would definitely do um what is it time travel or like super speed so i can get to like you know 30 appointments in a day mind reading isn't as useful i feel like because people usually show their cards pretty i agree easy because you can already read their minds yeah yeah already got that one uh (laughs) so yeah if i could be at 40 showings in a day i'd be a happy girl and gas is expensive. Yes, yes. Just fly around. Just fly <laughs> around. Free of charge. So the next question, if you could pick one animal that you thought you were, what are you? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't think I am this, <laughs> but I love elephants. I do, too. <laughs> that's my favorite. I'm They're... pretty sure that's the last uh, animal I would have picked for you was an elephant. <laughs> I didn't think I was an elephant, but... <laughs> Maybe a couple more uh, spring markets than I will be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, next. Yeah. If your clients had to describe you in one word, what would it be? Relational. Very big on keeping that up with clients. Maybe to a, a fault because I'd rather keep the relationship than encourage them to buy a house. So I have people that have been shopping for years and it's okay. We're hanging out. I've actually had a few people reach out to me and say, um, how is Hope doing it? So the question is, how is Hope doing it? That is so sweet. (laughs) Um, I would say relational. Um, I have been focusing a lot more of my energy on trying to secure listings, which I think we'll all find um, as the market starts to shift is going to be where the strong agents kind of keep their business. but that said, uh, you can't get listings without making people feel um, confident and um, comfortable with you. So I really just try to build a friendship relationship there. Um, they trust me, and I'm there for anything. So I will be cleaning out a pantry this afternoon. You're always cleaning something. Wow. I know. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I got another but question. Go ahead. Okay. You're stuck in a room. With just four walls, no windows, nothing in the room, 48 hours, you pick one person on the team, who are you picking to hang out with? There's nothing in the room. 
um, tour. <laughs> really? Duh. That's so kind. <laughs> wow. I think she's lying though because I'm sitting here. No, we could entertain each other. <laughs> we could entertain each other, and then we would talk be, for 48 hours, That's and fine. then we would be quiet when we wanted to be quiet. Yeah, like have our own little personal space. It's yeah. Fine. Would you freak out since you're like stuck in this room? You don't know where you're at. If I knew I had 48 hours, no. We would just answer. If you. I didn't know, I might start scratching at the walls. <laughs> so you're not an elephant now. Now you're a cat. If I was an elephant, I could just bust through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, last question. You're stuck on the side of the road. Your car breaks down. Okay. You can't call your husband. You can't call the you know AAA or whatever it may be. You got to call someone on the team. It's three o'clock in the morning. Who are you depending on to pick up the phone? Number one, since we have a problem with that, and number two, who's actually going to come? So, first off, subtle diss. We can't pick up the phone. I get it. <laughs> um, I would probably call Michelle. <laughs> Hands down. She may not be able to fix it, but she would be there. <laughs> she would be there. She would be happy the whole time she's there. Yeah, she would be We'll smiling. figure this out. I don't know. She'd be like, oh my God, babe, I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> Can I yeah, put sure. a pin note in that? I actually have a really funny story. Um, one of my first years in real estate, I was showing a house and I drove up onto a city curb and slashed my tire. Uh, and my buyer changed my tire for me. That is so sweet. So, yeah. I got a funny story off that too. So, um, this was probably about um, maybe a year ago. Uh, Rachel Marshall on our team calls me crying her eyes out. Okay. <laughs> this is like at like six six thirty or seven. My kids are obviously going crazy. She calls me and she goes, I don't know what to do. I ran out of gas. I don't have my wallet. I have like five miles to empty. I can't find my cards. I can't find anything. And first of all, I'm like, Where are you at? She's like, I'm I'm up in like Beaver County. If where Rachel lives, that's like an hour from her house. Oh okay. My goodness. And part of my in my head, I'm thinking, is like, first of all, why don't you have any gas? Did you know, like not look at your, I mean, that's a long drive not to look at your gas. I never don't ask gas. a girl. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't ask I her that. In my head, all these questions are going off. Like, <laughs> ah, this, I know you're in a tough spot, but this, this doesn't sound smart. So she's like, can you help me? And I'm like, I have two, three, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I had three kids at the time. Yeah, three kids by myself. Um, Jordan wasn't feeling good or something like that. I can't get there, but. How far are you from a gas station? And she's like, why does that matter? I don't have my card. So, like, you know, I'm thinking on my feet. I gave her my Apple card numbers, and she walked into the gas station, and they entered it, and she got gas. Oh, no way. Wait, was she at a gas station, or did she, like, she fill was, up? She literally gas- made it barely to the gas station. It oh said zero miles empty. Well, um, I ran out of gas on the turnpike. Um, that's <laughs> not the place you run out of gas because when someone comes to rescue you, they have to go all the way past your exit and yes. then loop back around and pay to get back on. Um, you know, sometimes just unfortunate things happen when you don't fill up your gas tank, but I know my tank, right? However, I got on the turnpike and I couldn't get off. I called 911. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there was nobody to rescue me at the time. Okay. Like. Corey's at work, like nobody to rescue me. I called 911. <laughs> Listen, if you ever run out of gas on Turnpike, you call 911. They have roadside assistance. They will fill you up till you get to the next exit, and then you can get gas free of charge. No, mm. maybe like 50 bucks. Either way, Not call 911. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually kind of easy. I didn't realize that little tip. Yeah. A little life tip for everybody exactly. there. Life next hack. time someone calls you, say, call the police. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Don't call me. I'm sure they love getting that phone call too. <laughs> I was like, um, this isn't an emergency, but I did run out of gas. And they're like, okay, no, not a problem. 
We'll send our guys. That's unbelievable. That's funny. All right. So let's now interview Tori. I hope you have any questions for Tori. Yeah, you start it and I'll, and I'll jump in at the end. I'm not prepared. You better ask me something good. Well, let's just start off like, where did you go to school? Where do you live now? Give us a little life story here. A little life story. All right. So I grew up in Morningside. Nobody knows where Morningside is. People are, are now, you know, getting to know the city a little bit more. But when I was growing up, nobody knew where Morningside was. So I would always say I live in Morningside. It's right behind the Pittsburgh Zoo. And uh, grew up in the city. I was 10 minutes from downtown. Uh, now I live on the east side of Pittsburgh where Hope grew up. And I went to Oakland Catholic for high school. So Catholic school girl my whole life. Um, Oakland Catholic was good. All girls. <laughs> Um, however, I was one of the only ones who drove a 1997 RAV4 that didn't go up hills. All the other girls drove BMW. So it was just like, you know, we're different. We're, we're different, but I made it out alive. Um, went to IUP for college, came back, did a couple different things and just wasn't it. Just wasn't it. I had to be out there in the world where the people were. Okay. <laughs> Got into real estate. Like I said, went into new construction. Jordan slid in the DMs, and now I'm sitting here making a podcast. Here we are. <laughs> did you uh, did you graduate from IUP? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did. So you went all four years. I went all to IUP. I well, I went three years at main campus, came home, and did my senior year because in Indiana, Pennsylvania, there is literally nothing to do but drink and go to Walmart. There's a lot of other things in Indiana, Pennsylvania too. Like what? We're, that'll be a different show. Okay. Yeah. Is this a live question? Live question from the studio. I'll repeat it if we don't. If we can't hear you. From the studio audience. Okay. F. Mary Kill. Okay. Boho style, minimalist style, or farmhouse style. We're gonna put that to both of them too. So. All right. We're gonna do F. Mary Kill. This is gonna be the question. Boho style, minimalist, and farmhouse. Kill the farm. Kill farmhouse. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Kill farmhouse. I'm marrying farmhouse. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Kill farmhouse, F minimalist, marry boho. I'm going to marry the minimalist and cuddle with I can, boho. This is some disturbing stuff here. You're marrying farmhouse? I'm marrying farmhouse. I'm effing boho, and I'm... <laughs> completely killing them what do you like about farmhouse i like the shiplap shiplap is the wooden panel of our generation so when you go into a house with shiplap 20 years from now it's gonna be the same as like and shiplap now is is just two by fours painted white yeah sometimes sanded boho is very neutral and diverse so was wallpaper 20 years ago minimalist is timeless you can never go out of style minimalist makes it make you look like your house poor no, it doesn't. Sure it does. Look at the mo. No. Okay, let's, ar- let's argue. Let's, let's we're argue. Not yes, let's argue. This. Come on. Have you ever seen Kim Kardashian's house? It looks like she's a museum. She's also I a love billionaire. It. Exactly. Okay. She's and not house exactly, poor. Exactly. She's not house poor. Like, she doesn't need to show. <laughs> I, that I would she- argue the most house poor people are far from minimal. Absolutely. They're the ones with the farmhouse. That they hoard. They hoard they the all ones, the burlap. They are the ones with the signs above the coffee pot that are like home sweet home. Home sweet home. They just love their place. I just think you're a little behind with the times, but it's okay because you're a guy. Have you have you ever farmhouse bought a piece of decor for your house? Uh, I I decorated my hometown house in Florida, and okay. that is boho and not farmhouse. 
It's a mix. But it's I, not farmhouse. Okay, it did, might be boho. Did you, where did you find your stuff for the house? Uh, did you just type in like boho decor or did you like handpick? I'm not going to lie. I did type in boho decor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not too difficult. It, it, def- it definitely didn't and say farmhouse. And why farm did you house. do boho though? Because people like boho. Nobody no. likes farmhouse. So here's the idea. Uh, this, is, this is next level secret stuff. Okay. okay. If you're doing an Airbnb property, the goal is you want to get the most money you can. Mm-hmm. So my thought was, okay, if I'm going to charge a high price and most people that are going there and I want to get their high price value, I'm probably going to get Cali people. That's why I get a lot of Cali people. And their their style out there is mainly boho. You need to get an Airbnb and make it a bachelorette trip spot. No. Listen, no. hear me Themed? out. Themed? Themed. What, what, am I going to have stripper poles in it, there? I mean, no, what do you, you don't need stripper poles. You paint the walls like cute little colors. Bright you put colors. signs. If you have photo op opportunities in your Airbnb and you have a group of 10 girls going there. That's all you need. That's all you need. We'll do it. Okay. But here's, here's give me Give me in hope a couple years. I got to explain to you guys this. Okay. When you have an Airbnb, and I'm sure you guys have went to Airbnbs, and if you go to a bachelorette party, do you care about what you ruin in that Airbnb? No, the answer is no. The answer yes, is the answer. I do. No, you don't. That's that's a lie. You just. I'm the only a, one that re- does. You get I do a care. review. Okay. So don't there's ten touch of you. Anything. You're one of the ten that actually care. <laughs> do you give your people bad reviews if they're bad? No, I don't. I I literally kiss their ass so much that I can get that five star because actually, everyone. I wanted a little slow clap for uh, for Jordan today. We just got a. Uh, Nominated as a super host. We're a super host now on Airbnb. Oh, Yay. congratulations. So it was a big day for us. It's so, all her. It's uh, all her. It's all her. <laughs> it definitely is not She's me. She's the super host. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think you really care about the people's Airbnb. So if it, in theory, it sounds great. Like, yeah, bachelorette party, bachelor party. They're going to take care of your stuff. They don't. I mean, we have families come in that just destroy. We have like three broken things right now. Um, on the, Before we get back to your questions, on a side note, um, we do close on another Airbnb on, this is a funny story, so on uh, tomorrow, um, another one in Florida, <laughs> and me and my dad have bought the property together because he wanted to get an investment in an Airbnb, and uh, my two-year-old's birthday is today, so we were supposed to close today, so we wanted to name it after Ruxton, right, like the name of the Airbnb because all these Airbnbs have names, so my other Airbnb is called Raleigh World. Uh, after Raleigh, so it's you know, Hollywood, Raleigh World. Um, people love it, and they actually like know the name as Raleigh World. Um, it's actually in the reviews. It says, you That's know, our so stay at Raleigh cute. World was awesome. So That's anyways, cute. I'm like, okay, Dad, let's name this one after Ruxton. And we call him Rux or Ruxy. And I'm like thinking, like, Rux eats your tree, you know, Ruxy land. My dad's like, what do you call him for your nickname? And I'm like, the rat. And he goes, what about the rat hole? I'm like, no, we cannot oh call it the God. rat the hole. The rat. Now you have to buy another one so Roman gets his time to shine. Well, I mean, maybe we have to buy one It's got to be birthday. like when in Rome or something. You got to oh, think, though. Oh, that's nice. If, if you went on there and you saw this place called the rat hole, would you ever stay there? It depends what the rat hole looked like and what the price was. You wouldn't care the name of the rat hole? Nobody would know I was staying at the rat hole. What if you came home and they were like, hey, where'd you guys stay? I the stayed rat at the rat hole. <laughs> It might be a good conversation starter. That sounds very Ocean City. <laughs> yes. He, it would be fitting. Very he, Ocean City, he Maryland. Would, yes. He was like, and we can put statues of rats. I'm like, that stop. Okay. We're not taking putting, it too far. Yeah, he, was, too far. <laughs> he was sticking with the theme. Yeah. But um, all right. Back Me. to Tori's questions here. All right. So um, another question would be, I asked Hope the same question. If you had a superpower, what would it be for real I, estate? I agree with her. Time traveling. What? What? You disagree? <sighs> I mean, mind reading. What would you say? 
No, I mean, I think it would be like, I don't know the the name of the superpower. Okay, right. it's, it's, your, it's, it's your very own. I'm gonna name, <laughs> name this my own superpower, but like, if you could change people's minds, like oh. right, like so, so like, you can make everybody buy. Oh yeah, so like we go in the house <laughs> and you're like, I hate this, and then when they leave, like you just snap your fingers and they're like, I, I love, love it. I love that house. <laughs> I mean, some agents can do that. Some agents can do that. Well, I don't have that skill, so that would be my superpower. I don't want that skill. It's mean. That is mean. (laughs) I'm always, I'm straight up. I tell people, like, sometimes we walk in a house. (laughs) Sometimes we walk in a house, I'm like, I don't care how much you love this. The foundation is cracking, and the house is literally slanted, and you are not. Let's use our heads. Honestly. I'm not talking about a house like that. I'm talking about, like. (laughs) I think you might be. I think you might be. They like the whole house, except. Except. For the bathroom, you know what I mean? Like, or, like mm-hmm. the kitchen. And I'm like, ah, they're not listening when I'm saying that we can renovate the thing. Yeah, I get But it. now I can just snap my fingers and they're like, you know what? I can renovate it. Plant those ideas. If I had a superpower, I'd make every single person who knew me use me as their real estate agent. <laughs> You'd be a very successful real estate agent. I know. Tell me why, though. Like, how would you do that? I'd make it work. I'd You'd, make be, it. you'd be so busy. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> No right. more vacations for me. What animal would you be? Okay. If could I be like, uh, if I could be an animal, I would be my dog. I would be my Chihuahua Yorkie <laughs> because he lives the most fabulous life. <laughs> he is so spoiled. He sleeps. He eats all day, and he gets to have me as his mother. And he hates Corey. And he <laughs> hates my husband. <laughs> he hates my husband. So I mean, you got like whatever he. Your your dog already does what every wife does, hates their husband. So I, I mean, mean, he just is such a vibe. We'll insert a picture. We, we will. We'll insert a picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the uh, biggest challenge you've had in real estate? Hmm. The biggest challenge I have had, and we talk about this all the time, is time blocking. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean... Y- there is, and I know I keep saying this like a broken record, but there's always something to do. So people are calling you all day, every day. Your phone's always ringing, you know, setting aside time to kind of like recharge and actually enjoy my personal life sometimes. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, has been challenging for me to say the least. Um, especially, you know, when like days I'm just like not feeling it. Like there's some days you're just like not feeling it. Like you don't want to talk to anybody, but you have to put a smile on your face and we got to keep selling. We got to keep selling. That money don't, don't come out of nowhere. Jingle, jingle. (laughs) That money don't jiggle, jiggle. (laughs) It folds. (laughs) All right. So, um, that will wrap up today's podcast of unlocked. Um, next week we'll be bringing on a guest speaker, um, I want to thank Hope and Tori uh, for starting this venture with us. Um, If you have any questions, um, please get down in our DMs and ask us any questions, um, and we will answer them next week's show. Thanks for joining us. It's Selling Still City with Compass Real Estate. And we'd like to give a special shout out to our sponsors, Hudson Event Design. They make the absolute best balloon displays in the city of Pittsburgh. Also, we are looking for some sponsors to sponsor our new podcast. So if you are interested, please let us know. Follow us on social media at Selling Steel City. We are funny. We're pretty good looking. I like to thank most of us. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, follow us and definitely follow us along on this journey with our podcast and thanks for watching.
And that is a lock for episode one of Unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>